Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. All the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. Time now for the Coors Light Louisville Basketball Post Game Show. Right here on ESPN Louisville. Cards Basketball is also presented by UofL Health. Making the impossible possible. That's the power of you. Kelly Jobs, the employment solution experts. Kellyjobs.com. Bear Nose Pizza. Yeah, it's that good. Cox's Spirit Shop and Evergreen Liquors. Louisville's neighborhood liquor store. UPS Jobs. Apply today at upsjobsky.com. And Kroger, fresh for everyone. Now, here's your host, Taylor Lynch. The Cards win the second half. I mean, listen, we don't get to say the Cards win very often, so I got to take those moments where I can get them. Welcome into your Coors Light Louisville basketball postgame show right here on 93.9 The Ville. Taylor Lynch hanging out with you guys now. The cards drop this one to Virginia. More the same. 69-52. The cards lose this one by 17 points to the Cavaliers. 81-50-93-9 is the number. 38-31-93-9 is the UPS Jobs text line. If you want to hit us up, that way you can. Also, hit me up on Twitter if you so desire. At this point... I mean, what, where do we go? You know, what do we say that we haven't said already? Let's break down a little bit of what happened today. The cards start this one 0 for 5. No surprise. Uh, Virginia did what Virginia does. I mean, they kept Louisville out of the paint, especially in that first half. Virginia jumps out to an 8-0 lead at the under 16. Mike James comes in, and his free throws put Louisville on the board. Uh, with 14-15 to go in the first half. It's 11-2 to at that point. Tyler Johnson comes in the game. And listen, for, for everything that Tyler does or doesn't do um, that aggravates people and the mistakes that he makes, you can't deny that his speed and his quickness, they make a difference when he's out there on the court. But he still makes some of the most boneheaded plays that I've ever seen. But he does get a transition basket, gives Louisville two more points. It's 11-4. But you saw Louisville in that first half. They were settling. They were settling for shots early. Sky Clark took a three that was probably the worst three that I think I've ever seen him take. It was it was just ill-advised. He could have had that shot at any point that he wanted it in the shot clock. But he takes it at a really early point and Louisville just just settling I mean defensively I thought in the first half there were some moments for Louisville but 
it's it's consistency and it's a blatant lack of consistency for Louisville. That is the biggest problem. Uh, as you got further into the first half, the defense just continued to get worse and worse and worse. Virginia goes on an 18 to one run. Louisville hits their third basket of the game with 215 to go in the first half. Let me just they hit their third field goal with 215 to go in the first half. Virginia's up 41 to 13 at the break. You're almost getting 30 pieced on your home court at halftime. Guys, in that NC State game Wednesday night, Virginia scored 59 points in overtime. They scored 41 points in the first half against Louisville. Let that sink in for a minute. 59 points in an overtime game against NC State, and they put 41 on Louisville in the first half. In the first 20 minutes, they hang 41 on the cards. So it's 41-13 at the break. Louisville comes out in the second half. Virginia's turning the ball over uncharacteristically for the Cavaliers, and Louisville had a little bit of heart. A little bit of fight. They attacked a little bit better on offense. They scored nine points in the first three minutes and 30 seconds of the second half. They scored 13 points the entire first half. So you're thinking, okay, Louisville's playing a little bit better, if you want to call it that, offensively. I mean, better is so relative, guys, with how bad this is. Like, it it almost feels silly to say it was better. But offensively, they were better in the second half. They outscored Virginia 39-28, but it doesn't matter. And I think that's the that's the frustrating part. Louisville was four of twenty shooting in the first half. They were three of six to start the second half, but it didn't matter. I mean, there was no point in this game where Louisville was in it at all from the jump. You're down eight nothing. You're zero for five. Nobody thought Louisville was coming back. Nobody really thought Louisville was winning this game to begin with. But then you start the game the way they started and it just continued to snowball I mean the one thing that Louisville does really well is they get into the paint they get paint touches and they get to the free throw line and in the first half Louisville did none of that and listen credit Virginia they knew what they were going to come in and do defensively and they put the clamps on Louisville and said, you're not going to get in the paint. If you're going to beat us, you're going to beat us because you're going you're gonna to shoot your way to beating us. And Louisville could not do that. Louisville struggled in transition. I mean, it was just, it was Murphy's Law in this one. Everything that could go wrong went wrong for Louisville. And yeah, they played a little bit better in the second half. But like I said, it didn't matter. They, beat, they outscored Virginia 39-28. But Virginia didn't need to play a good second half. Virginia d- didn't need to 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 press and 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 try to, you know, make sure they're getting great looks when they come down the court cuz it didn't matter. At no point was Louisville in this game and that is the part that is driving people insane. Because these games don't matter anymore. As a Louisville fan, you didn't sit down and watch this and expect to see great basketball. It's 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 beyond frustrating at this point absolutely beyond frustrating run down some of the numbers here for you mike james eight points in this game 33 minutes it goes six of six from the foul line curtis williams starts the game gives you 22 minutes scores six points brandon huntley hatfield eight points 10 rebounds 
Trey White starts the game, 10 points. He's your leading scorer for Louisville. Sky Clark with six points. Tyler Johnson comes in the game, gives you 14. He fouls out. He's got the boneheaded technical because he gets frustrated, punches the ball while it's in the air. He gives you four points. Caleb Glenn gives you four. Uh, nothing for Jovanovic or Payne. And Okorafor, back after injury, haven't seen him since the Kentucky game, but he comes in, gives you six points in his 10 minutes. I did kind of like what I saw from him. He, he had some pep in his step. He had some bounce. I did kind of like what I saw. Louisville shot 36 percent for the game from field goal range 27 percent from beyond the arc virginia 50 percent from the floor 47 percent from three louisville 79 percent from the free throw line 19 of 24 another issue for the cardinals though were turnovers louisville turned the ball over 18 times today virginia turned the ball over 11 times the difference louisville got nine points off of those 11 virginia turnovers the cavaliers 24 points off of 18 louisville turnovers there's the difference in the game right there 24 points off of 18 turnovers for the cardinals louisville did out rebound virginia although it was uh pretty close for most of the game louisville 31 28 in the rebounding Second chance points, 5-2 to two in favor of Virginia. Bench points, uh, this is something that Louisville has been actually pretty good at the last couple of games, but they, they lose this one. Virginia, 21 bench points to Louisville's 14. Shockingly, Virginia, 30 points in the paint to 18 for Louisville. Louisville did get some more paint touches in the second half. They were more deliberate with trying to get into the paint in that second half. They got a few more, but still 30-18 to 18 in favor of the Who's in that one. We'll go to the phone lines, open it up right now. 8150-939, James is going to start things off here. James, welcome in, man. What's up? What's going on, fellas? How you doing, sir? Man, I'm, I'm doing all right, James. How are you? Man, man I'll tell you what, I, I wish I could say uh, that I'm doing good, but you know what, after the day, I've, I've been calling since this fiasco clown show has started. And, you know, I think after today, I'm, I'm hoping there's not too many more idiots that call in back in this. Um, for the people that backed this and for the people that made this happen, you are responsible for it. You are. So guess what? It's your turn to, take, to pay for it and get him out of here. If you don't want to pay for it and get it out of here, that's fine. I guess the taxpayers will take care of it, I guess. But that's okay. He needs to be fired. I can't even tell you the date. Because it could be every day that he's had the damn job. Get rid of this clown show. And for the people that want an interim coach to be Nolan Smith, that would be an even bigger clown show. Nobody on this coaching staff deserves to be a coach at the University of Louisville. Period. Point blank. Anybody that says anything differently, you don't know basketball. You certainly don't know Louisville basketball. And for the people that call me a damn UK fan, and told me that I didn't know Louisville basketball. You're a joke. You shouldn't be on the airways, and you better be you better be selling a whole lot more pumps to pump this water out of that boat that's sinking. Have a great day. Go cards. Appreciate the call, James. Let's go. Uh, keep it rolling. We got open lines. If you guys want to jump on in here, Lawrence, man, tell me about it, buddy. What's up? Do we have Lawrence? Hello? Yep, I got you, buddy. What's up? 
There are 13 reasons right now he should not be head coach right now. 13 points in the first half. 13. I understand they're playing Virginia, and when you play Virginia, you got to be ready for their um, defense. So they play at that line, probably the best in the country. Mm-hmm. But come on. Come on. And y'all heard you cannot keep this guy after this. Ain't no excuses you can come up with. Is there nothing you can say to keep him on more for the hope to the end of the season? You got to make a move in the next 24 hours. It got to be some news coming out on Sunday. I, yeah, yeah, we do have the um, NFC or AFC championship games to watch, but come on, you got to do something. Because we cannot keep watching it, sitting back and watching this um, a joke. I'm just like James right now. What, what we're seeing right now is a joke. It's not fair to us um, diehard Louisville fans. It's not fair to to, to America right now watching, watching this um, trash out there on that court and watching the way this man um, runs this program. Because the the more the more he got their cup primer on what coaching team because he believes it's zero one the more the more embarrassing starting to get he like we're getting more and more deep in the hole right now man and we cannot keep doing this like this and the worst thing is they did this they did this on my birthday oh Lawrence oh, no my- man. Yes. Yes. Terrible. Happy birthday, man. Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it, is it old man? <laughs> I know. 13, 13 points. And is it, oh, Lord, what's the second half? You call that when the second half when you're already down by what? 30 points? I know, Lawrence. I know, buddy. It's it's t- it's tough, man. I appreciate the call, man. It's tough. I, I hope you have. Uh, you got to find something to do today, Lawrence. That, that give you a little bit of joy and, and celebrate your birthday. Uh, you guys, this is your show. We'll keep it rolling. Eighty-one fifty, ninety-three nine. Cardinal Cam, welcome into your Coors Light Louisville basketball post game. What's up, my man? Hey, how we doing, fellas? We're doing. <laughs> yeah, man. This is this is downright pitiful, man. It's, We'll, we'll, we'll we score 13 points and a half. Yep. That's that's just crazy, man. Here's the thing. This team has proven throughout this season and last season they can't shoot the ball. They can't shoot the ball. So why is, why is there no adjustments being made to run any kind of flex option, any kind of Princeton offense where we can get some layups. There's no, there's been no adjustment made to anything throughout the season besides playing somebody over somebody else or putting your son in the game <laughs> to get embarrassed. You know, it's, <laughs> it, it doesn't make any sense. If it don't make sense, it don't make dollars. You know, there's nobody in the Yum Center. Nope. I'm a, I'm a devout fan, and I'm one of the fans – that have enough guts not to call out other fans for believing in a coach. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with being a Louisville fan and believing in the program. You know what I mean? A coach not succeeding shouldn't divide the fan base. Louisville's fan base is one of the most, if not the most, smartest, 
most basketball enthusiastic fan bases. So don't let this split a fan base. He's not going to be the coach next year. We know this. But with him being an alumni, he needs to realize that we have to have something to build on. So do you care more about Kenny Payne or do you care more about this university? That's the question that I'm asking. Fix it so it can be left in good hands because it's not going to be you next year, man. You know that. And if you don't, you're more out of touch than I've seen in a long, long time. Get it done. That's all it is. No excuses, no first year this, first year that. Game by game, adjustments need to be made. And if you can't make them, then it's time to go now. I don't make that decision, but it needs to be done. Peace out. Appreciate the Happy call. birthday, Lawrence. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Appreciate the call, Cam. That's the frustrating part right now, and I think that's why you're seeing the fan base as divided um, at times as they are because there is a strong contingent that wanted Kenny Payne here, and this is the risk that you run when you hire somebody that is an alumni of the university. It's the risk that you run because if it works, then it's great. If it doesn't work, then if you're Josh Hurd, you got to fire one of your own. That's a sticky situation. That's never fun. That's never an easy thing to do. You're going to have the part of the fan base that wants him here and, and believes that he can be the guy. And if that if that's what they believe then then okay but it's not working it's not going to work it was red flag after red flag from the very beginning and if you didn't see it you were choosing not to see it it was that obvious going all the way back to the very beginning it was that obvious and you, if like I said, if you weren't seeing it, you were choosing not to see it, and that's why you have so many people up in arms about what's going on right now. But he, but Cam's right. I mean, when it comes to fan bases, this Louisville basketball fan base knows basketball. I mean, this is a intelligent fan base that understands what good basketball looks like because we've seen good basketball here in this city for a very long time. And it's obvious when you're watching what's happening right now, this is not good basketball. And something has got to change. Go back to the phone line. Steve has been waiting. Steve, welcome in, man. What's up? Well, I listen to all these callers game after game, and and, and they're justified saying, get rid of him now, Lawrence. Make a move right now. Well, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, Josh is right. I mean, I, I hate to admit it, but, we, we you know, the, the, the payout is going to drop so much that he really – you know, I know we're going to, he's going to lose part more of the fan base. The businesses downtown are going to suffer. But he just can't, at this point, make a move. And I think, especially after today, it's it's over. And I, I think that the players sense that, and I think Kenny Payne senses that. And we're just going to have to be patient, and I know that's very difficult. Uh, I get mad. I, I turned it off today for a while. Um, and I, I just think that, you know, how much more loving it up, loving them up, we're going to keep – got to teach them what's going what, – what did he say today? Not only we got to – I'm going to keep loving them, but we got to we got to teach them what's going on or what – I mean, how much – you know, how, how long does it take to teach right. them what's going on? Right. And I don't know if he meant spiritually, um, academically, or basketball-wise, but – 
You know, if they don't know what's going on by now, they never will. But I, I, I believe in Josh Hurd, and I just think I'm hoping that the callers can be, or, or the listeners and stuff, can be a little more patient. It's just going to take time. We can't afford to give the guy the money and let him go now. I mean, he's got to wait now until the end of March or whenever that buyout drops. So that's all, Taylor, and I appreciate your buddy. Not a problem. Thanks. And happy birthday, Lawrence. There you, there you go. <laughs> yeah, there you sir. go. Bye-bye. All right. Appreciate it. Let's go to Keith. Keith has been waiting. Keith, welcome in to your Coors Light Louisville basketball post game. What's on your mind, my man? Hey, what's going on, my man? I, I think I got a, a simple solution. How about letting all the Cardinal fans just do a GoFundMe for Josh Hurd? And we just pay <laughs> to bag him out right this second. Like, it, it, it's reached a point where there's no other real solution. Like, I mean, the fans – we, we, we have these calls every day. I've called a few times regarding this, and it's just no effort. These kids are disengaged. They, they, they're not even invested anymore. I mean, the fans, it's, it's atrocious, man. There's no – he keeps saying we got to have fight. we got to have fight. How much, how much talking can you do to make a kid buy in or believe what you're saying for two years? You know, we barely beat Kentucky Wesley in this year. Actually, we lost. Oops. We lost to Kentucky Wesley. So we lost to some, some Division three teams. I mean, this is pathetic. 12, 13 points in the first half. Like, come on. I, I, if Kenny is listening to this right now, if you really love Louisville basketball and you're not a Kentucky plant from Cal, then what you should do is just say, look, I'll negotiate with you to take less of the buyout because I love my team. I love where I come from as an alumni. I, I'm going to work with you guys to come up with a number that isn't going to break the university and where I can come back and, and, and get celebrated instead of getting cussed out and, and talked bad to. Like, this is not good. You know, we all know Kenny got a good character. We all know he's a good person. But that means nothing when you're getting paid three, four million a year to win games. We're not here to hear loving the kids. We don't want to hear those speeches no more. It's over for that. You know, it's wins and losses. And, and it, losing by 30, almost 30 to a not-as-good Virginia team is, is not acceptable. We're over it. We're done. If, if I was him, I couldn't even look myself in the mirror. I would go ahead and just resign or work out some kind of buyout behind the scenes to where we could end this amicably. But, but it's, it's bad. I'm sorry I'm venting, y'all, but this is, it's as low as it gets right now. But I'm done. Appreciate the call, Keith. That's what we're here for. We're here for you guys to vent. I mean, 8150-939, that's, that's why we're doing the show, for you guys to vent. But I, I think part of the problem is I wonder, when you look at Kenny, when you watch him on the sidelines, when you watch him in post game, like part of me wonders, you know, this can't be enjoyable for him. Like he can't be having fun. He can't be having a good time out there doing this. But then there's another part of me that's like, I don't. I don't really know if he's bothered. Like the conversations we had after the Kentucky game, when we had that, you know, almost two week stretch and everybody thought, okay, if you're going to get rid of him, this is the time you're going to do it. There was a, a large group of people and that were like, no, 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 no. You keep him here. You make him, you know, suffer through the rest of the season. I don't know if he's suffering, though, is the thing. I don't really get the vibe that it bothers him. Now, I will say today in his, in his post game remarks, he did finally say that he was embarrassed, which I think is is something we have not heard from him at all. Um, but I, I, I just, I don't know. Part of me wonders, you know, is he having a good time? The other part of me wonders, does he even, is he bothered by it at all? Let's go back to the phone lines. Bob has been waiting. Bob, welcome in. Well, hey, guys. 
um, statistics. Uh, Louisville, the entire game, had five assists. Five assists Mm -hmm. the entire game. Let that sink in. So I'm not going to say anything more about it. I mean, everybody listened or watched it on the CW. Uh, Anybody who wanted to watch it. Uh, I am rather going to talk from now on for the rest of the season about who we are going to hire as our next coach because there's a little bit of hope when I talk about that than watching this this team play. So uh, so I'm I'm hoping I'm calling out to Scott Drew. Yes. Uh, yes. Please come to Louisville. <laughs> and I hope Josh Hurd is uh, doing some preliminary talks with agents of these coaches. Uh, to gauge interest. That, that's, like I said, the only hope that I have for the rest of the season. You have a good day. Appreciate the call, Bob. Uh, let's get a couple of texts in here from the UPS Jobs text line. Uh, it's almost over, Texas says, just 12 to 13 games left. I think that's kind of where we, we all are at this point. Uh, Texas says, how can we expect the players to have a high basketball IQ when the coach doesn't have one? Uh, let's see, what else do we have here? Texas says, why are we still doing this? Uh, let's see. Texas says, no defense. You're absolutely right. That's been a huge problem. Uh, Texas says, today is my birthday as well. Well, happy birthday, Texter. Um, and then Texas says, happy birthday to Lawrence as well. Absolutely. Uh, Texter brings up a good point. Buyout drops on April the 1st. We can't wait that long because the transfer portal window, so we need a new coach in place to get players from the portal. I tend to agree with that. I don't think that was kind of my whole deal of, you know, why are you, unless you're hoping at the end of the season, you can negotiate it lower. Um, if, if Josh and, and Kenny can have a, a sit down one-on-one and, and maybe at the end of the season negotiate the buyout, maybe that's why you're not doing it right now. But the the thought of waiting until the end of the season because the buyout drops, it it's not at the end of the season. It's not until April. Louisville season is going to be over after the first week of March. They're going to play in the day of shame in the ACC tournament, and then their season is going to be over with. So you've got to have a guy at least on the hook already. And listen, Josh is a smart guy. I, I'm sure that those conversations are happening already behind closed doors, back channels. Um, I'm, I'm hoping that Scott Drew and Jerome Tang are, are being – you know, that, that there's feelers out there for those guys. Texas says Beard, Drew, or Tang. It's the only question left. I, you're probably 100% correct on that one. But yeah, I, it, this is going to be something that we're going to know either before the ACC tournament game, of which Louisville's probably only going to have one, or very soon after, we're going to know that, that this thing is over with. And I think everybody kind of feels that way now. Um, but we'll definitely feel that way after the, as we get to that point. Um, quickly, we'll run down some of this for you guys. Your Juan Gomez insurance player of the game. Honestly, in, in games like this, there's not a ton to choose from. But for as rough as that first half was for Brandon Huntley-Hatfield, for him to come out in the second half, have his eight points and his ten rebounds, led Louisville in rebounds, uh, he will be your Juan Gomez insurance player of the game. Your BJ Heating and Cooling Defensive 
player of the game, BJHeatCool.com, call the experts you can trust. There's nobody, frankly, on Louisville's roster uh, that is deserving of being your BJ Heating, uh, BJ Heating and Cooling defensive player of the game. So you know what? I'm going to give it to Virginia's missed shots. Virginia's missed shots were the best defense that Louisville had all afternoon in this one. BJHeatCool.com. Call the experts you can trust. Let's go back to the phone lines. Chris has been waiting. Chris, welcome in, man. What's up? Hey, Taylor. How are you? I'm good, my man. How are you? Please make it stop. Please. I wish. Make it stop. You know, I heard you talking about Kenny, at least admitting, I listened to his post-game interview, at least admitting that he was embarrassed. But the, but then he said the next words out of his mouth was, but no, I'm not disappointed. Right. What the hell? You're not disappointed? Your expectations aren't very high then. They're not high enough to be the coach of UofL basketball. That's for damn sure. Unbelievable. I understand the buyout and everything. We can't, we, we got to, but oh my gosh. I just, I'm done. I'm done. He, and I have to listen to the, the uh, post-game press conferences just to see how much worse it can get when he <laughs> opens his mouth. No, you're right. You're right. Sometimes the, the post-game press conferences are, are more entertaining than the games themselves because you never know what is gonna what he's going to say. That's exactly right. Well, go Cards. Hopefully we'll get this rectified in a couple of months. Appreciate the call, Chris. Thanks, man. Uh, let's go to Steve, who's been waiting. Steve, welcome into your Coors Light Louisville basketball postgame show. What's on your mind? Hey, man, as always, appreciate the therapy sessions here after the yes. game. Uh, the biggest thing for me anymore, what's left, uh, you know, I'll keep going and – you know, the crowds are what they are. There's energy when there shouldn't be, which is a good sign, I guess, you know, even though there's not very many people left. Mm-hmm. The football the football thing was kind of weird today because you look at this big, big section and then they disappear. And it's happened before. Like, even under Rick, we had a bad run before and, and the and – the, the team didn't come back. So that's not that big a thing. It was just one of those things today. But, you know, hopefully, hopefully this is over with. I was encouraged by Josh Hurd's message the other day. Uh, yep. You know, kind of read, kind of, I, I took a breath, took a beat, read between the lines. <clears throat> you know, that, that poor guy looks like, uh, Indiana Jones, I mean, he looks like he drank from the wrong grail. <laughs> I mean, he's getting old quick. And hopefully, hopefully the leadership's there. You, you can't keep continuing at this. If you saw Gary Parrish, you know, he, he was he had his eye on the on the game day on, on Twitter and just said this is this is the reason why you should have got rid of him. Nobody should have to, you know, go through this. But <clears throat> my biggest thing is to make sure that this never becomes normal again. If you listen to to Paul and them on the way home, I was listening, and they have a, a standard they have to maintain, and they don't get to do pitchforks and torches. But I'm a fan, so I do. This man is the worst to ever do it. His staff is the worst ever assembled. Mm-hmm. The the math is there to prove it. <laughs> the statistics are there to prove. It. They're just horrible at this. It was unfortunate that it that it happened. This is a bad situation for everybody involved. I do feel bad for KP, 
But some of it is his own oblivion, and maybe that's his shield that protects him and his guys because they are just abysmal. <clears throat> I sit in one eighteen, which is you know right in that corner above above the bench, and ninety percent of their tenure here has been what what do they do? What do they do here? I, I reiterated every phone call that I make to these shows is what do these guys do? Break it down from one end of the bench to the other. What is your contribution? He talks about they practice. I, I, what is it's that's part is so frustrating because there's so damn many of them. There's a hundred coaches on the bench. Yeah. From one end is Milt and, and the uh, Rock Nation guy, and then the Nick dude that sits there. That's Kenny's right hand man. I actually saw him move. I actually saw him move today. He turned around after a play and, and swatted some uh, swatted another coach with his with a piece of paper. I thought oh, that guy actually moves. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a young cat, man. He's a young dude. Like he he should be energy. He was one of the guys they added in the off season with the extra spots. Like yep. he was supposed to be this young prodigy. And that's one of the reasons I think the hands are tied that you can't you couldn't fire him because you didn't have any place else to go. <laughs> in the program and we'll just have to ride it out it sucks and feel i feel bad for everybody involved but never make this normal never make this acceptable i know people have to look for the bright spots or anything but i don't this is horrible it's always been horrible nothing is good nothing is better brandon huntley hatfield thank you for waking up at some point in time in your career great great for you good for you you still can't play defense they still ride your tail right down the lane to the ball, and I hate dogging the kids because it's it's not really on them. This is one of these examples. It's not them just dogging it out. They really don't know what to do, and they've got to be frustrated. But, you know, this is the worst coaching staff ever. Never make it normal. Never let them off the hook. It sucks he's one of ours, but this can't ever happen again, and this is why. This is just the worst that it could ever be. They should all have restraining orders where they never get to be around basketball again. So uh, appreciate the line, man. Thanks a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate it, Steve. Uh, let's go back to the text line here. Texter says, you can't wait until the buyout drops. The transfer portal opens March 18th. You lose over two weeks waiting for schools, contacting transfers, and you get behind the eight ball and could lose out on a valuable player that could help the new coach. Yeah, absolutely agree. Uh, let's see. Uh, texter says went with my daughter got there early left just after halftime and went to lunch well i mean at least you guys got to make a better day out of it because you didn't really miss anything uh let's see bring back the 2013 national championship squad now this is just sad uh let's see everybody keeps talking about how few assistants or how few assists we are getting, uh, do you not know that you have to make a shot for it to be an assist if you can't put the ball in the basket, no matter how good of a pass you make, you don't get credit for the assist. And absolutely right. And Louisville struggled mightily. That's the thing. I think Louisville only made like 13 field goals in this game. So it's hard to have a high assist ratio when you're, when you're not scoring the basketball. And Louisville did not do very much of that at all today it was it was rough it was rough all the way around uh let's go back to the phone lines david has a winning david welcome in man what's up well a uh, couple points to make love the show love all the callers 
Uh, I think the, the the previous call, I want to give Huntley Hatfield a little bit of a break because he doesn't have any help. I mean, there isn't anybody six eight or above that can get in there. If you think about it, we are down Flowers, Davis, uh, Trainer. Evans and Okorafor. There are five guys that could have helped us this year, and all five of them are not on the floor. I mean, it, it, it's just we're just kind of stuck with what we have. And I'm not, I don't want to give Kenny any passes or any breaks because the play gets more lethargic week by week. The team doesn't look like that they've bought in at all. But I mean, he's he's really playing shorthanded. He's playing handcuffed. Think if those any of those other five guys. I mean, Evans was a project, but we could but Flowers and Davis and Trainer and Acorafor we could use right now that would be playing big minutes for us. And uh, it just it just stinks. I mean he's Kenny's playing the hand he's dealt but it's a you know he's he he's playing, you know, four or uh, two deuces and then a two three four or whatever it is. His hand stinks. He doesn't play it well uh, Danny Manning and Nolan Smith, they I don't know if they can spell cat if you spotted them the C and the A. So it just stinks all the way around. Go cards. Let's uh let's look forward to next year. Appreciate the call, David. And and look, I, I understand, you know, Louisville's got injuries and, and we know that. That's been well documented. But this is the same staff that wasted a scholarship on Karan Davis and then wasted it just did not hit the portal hard did not go and get guys that could make an instant impact we're late arriving to the the portal to begin with and late arriving and warming up to nil so like what what are you doing yes to an extent do do injuries matter of course injuries matter um but just like i said before let's not pretend like injuries are the reason why all of a sudden this team is playing bad this is the roster that Kenny put together, him and his staff. And you can't – he can't complain about the roster or complain about, you know, where they're deficient when you're the one that put it together. If you don't like it, change it. You had the opportunity in this offseason, and you didn't do it. Texter brings up a good point here. Virginia added nine new players to this year's team. It's coaching and knowing the style of player that you need for your program. Before you get them into your program – Find players that can follow directions at day one and can shoot the ball. That's the problem, too. I don't tell me what Louisville's offensive and defensive philosophies are. Tell me what Kenny Payne is trying to do offensively and defensively because I have absolutely no idea. We're a year and a half into this thing, better than a year and a half now into this, and I still have no idea when Louisville rolls the ball out there what exactly they're trying to accomplish offensively and defensively have no idea texter says shaka smart he's won at his last three locations has been to a final four recruits at a high level plays an exciting brand of basketball both offensively and defensively he's only 46 and he checks the other boxes as well my only concern about shaka smart and and i like him and i think that he's done well he hasn't made a deep run since he was at vcu with that VCU team that went to the Final Four. Apart from that, he's not made a deep run. He had some talented teams at Texas that never really did anything in the NCAA tournament. He's got a good team at Marquette. Let's see what he does with them this year. But that's my only concern with him. Like, when I'm 
going through my checklist of who I want and what I want in the next head coach at Louisville, it's got to be somebody that can recruit like crazy. It's got to be somebody that understands the importance of NIL and utilizing the transfer portal. It's got to be somebody that has some NCAA tournament experience that has been successful in March. They don't have to have gone to a Final Four, but I need you to have some Sweet 16s and some Elite Eights. It's There's a select handful of players, I mean, of teams and coaches that have been to Final Fours. So I don't necessarily need you to have a Final Four on your resume, but I need you to show me on a semi-consistent basis that you're getting your teams into the second weekend of the NCAA tournament. That's the standard here at Louisville, and the, and the next guy that you bring in has to meet that. We, we talked about it on this show. We've talked about it on LSL on that the standard is the standard, and the standard for Louisville basketball is making it to the NCAA tournament, making a run, getting to the second weekend. That is the standard. That will continue to be the standard and there's no need to move the goalposts on this. Like, this team is not living up to the standard. They're not going to the NCAA tournament. They're, we all know what's going to happen. But I agree with some of the texts that we've seen and that I've read off today about you've got to make a move right as soon as the season ends. You cannot wait. You cannot allow it to get to April 1st when that buyout drops you put yourself behind the eight ball uh let's go back to the phone lines here we'll get to jesse who's been waiting the longest jesse welcome in what's up hey brothers uh been listening to everybody everybody's got a point um from the very beginning uh you know i, w- I wasn't a fan supporter but you know when he was hired i'm saying okay let's go and, right you know, whoever, whoever josh get but people have to they have to know. Josh Hurd is a smart guy. If you think that Josh Hurd a month ago has not been trying to contact uh, every coach available and, and just testing the waters, if you think that he hasn't been doing that already, you you, you got to be crazy. I mean, he, he's a smart guy. And he already knew, just like we already knew, that uh, Coach Payne was not going to be here, even if he – even if he'd won the last four games, you know, we, we know that it just wasn't going to work. Um, I, I like Coach Payne. I, you know, he's he just he's out of touch. And uh, that's all, man. We don't want to make him an enemy because the guy doesn't have skill or he can't get the job done. I don't, we, I don't think we should be doing that. Josh Hurd has got this thing under control. He's just trying to do things in a classy, classy way. I, I would like to, to keep – I agree with the last caller too, um, man. You know you're, you're missing you're missing a whole lot of players. When we lost, you, you left out Evans. You know we we we, yep. we felt like we had a team that that could really compete. And I believe if we still had all the parts, that we would be far more competitive. I, I really do. And uh, and by now they would have bought into some of the stuff that Coach Payne was trying to do. Uh, if if Josh Hurd were to let Coach Payne go right now, I I, I do think Nolan Smith would would light a fire. I've never seen him, but he come from a winning program uh, already, and I, it, he just at least needs to have a shot while we make some adjustments. But I'd like to keep Tyler. Yes, uh, I don't know if it, tell me uh, is is Huntfield is, is this his last year? Doesn't he have another year? Yeah, he's got another year if he wants to use it. Okay. 
Trey White cannot come back to the practice floor. <laughs> I don't want to see him nowhere. If you want to know, listen, guy, look look at our last five games. When Trey White was not there, our defense was our defense was another thirty percent improved. When that got the moment he came back, we started losing terribly because he is not a he's not a good player at all. And and if you want to know where the weak link is? Go watch the film. I promise you, the other players have had to mess up because he just can't do it. Uh, anyway, I don't want to jump on one player, but man, let's keep our roster. We got good guys. I think we have. If JJ comes back. JJ's a quality player, man. He's gonna he's gonna get some things done. Brandon Hutfield, if he comes back, we would have a hell of a guy. Uh, uh, Tyler Johnson, hell of a point guard, man. Let's let, let, hopefully we can keep him. Uh, Clark, if he yeah, he he reminds me of LL. If I if he leaves, I wouldn't be mad, you know. But uh, everybody else, man, uh, and don't bring your son back. No, he shouldn't be on the practice floor either. Um, Zane Payne. If you want to know where Kenny's goodwill left, the moment he put Zane Payne in the game, long time ago, I was done with him. I mean, really, I turned against Coach Payne when he put his son in the game because it was obvious. What do you see that everybody else is not seeing? I just don't get it. So I don't want to ramble on, man, but I'm hoping we keep a lot of the guys on our roster. Williams, we need to keep Williams. Uh, Mike James is a stud. Uh, we should have been feeding him in Huntfield from the jump instead of letting uh, Clark and, and, and uh, White shoot the ball. He would be in a better position. So, anyway, hope we keep our roster, man, and I hope the next coach in uh, will keep our roster and coach those guys up. We have a hell of a core. It's really unfortunate that we lost Evans because I believe Evans by now would have been swatting balls all over the place. So, anyway, that's my take on it, man. Coach Payne, we want to wish him the best. And so, he, like the other caller said, let him come back and, you know, give an, get an ovation, man. He just needs to bow on out. Uh, I like the guy as a as guy, but I don't like him as U of L's coach. Um, I do believe that Smith can do a better job. So, anyway, without repeating myself, man, go Cards. I'm going to watch them. I don't care if they – lose by 40. I just love the red and black. I love them when they when they call their name. And it's embarrassing, but man, I'm hanging with them till the, till the, till the cop, the, you know, till the end. So God bless you, man. Thank you for the, 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 the space to vent appreciate it absolutely that's what we're here for jesse appreciate the call man now jesse brings up a good point there about some of the guys that i think will be on this roster or should be on this roster when uh when this thing is over with uh i think that mike james belongs on this roster i think that brandon huntley hatfield belongs on this roster i think that tyler johnson has a spot uh, I think Caleb Glenn has a spot if he wants it. But where this next coach has got to get in the portal and make some adjustments, he's got to go in and bring in guys that can shoot. Louisville is in desperate, desperate need of shooters. So he's going to have to go and get shooters. He's going to have to get a guy that is an impact point guard. Louisville, Sky Clark has his moments, but Louisville is in desperate, desperate need of an impact point guard. 
school is going to have to go whoever the next head coach is is going to have to hit the portal and get one of those and you've got to get i think a game-changing big man i think brandon is good and i think that brandon will continue to be good if he if he comes back to louisville but i think that you need somebody that can be more consistently impactful now maybe the next head coach can get that out of brandon but i think that that you've you've got to go and get an impactful big man out of the portal as well so back to the phone lines mo has a waiting mo welcome in man what's up oh not too much thanks for the opportunity so um, I wish we could just sit here and say this was just a bad hire. Mm-hmm. This was just all oh, shucks. It didn't work out. This was a jury hire in Crackthorpe. It didn't work out. This isn't the case. Kenny Payne was unqualified. Nothing on his resume, nothing in his history suggests that he was ready to be a head coach at a top six historical program like University of Louisville. Absolutely. And, and because that he was hired in such a manner – that it was forced upon the fans who disagreed with that hire because we all knew why that was the case. If that was Jeff Hall, he wouldn't have, he wouldn't have been picked. And so that was the narrative. You you put Kenny Payne in, he basically put himself in a bad position from the jump. He wasn't ready. He should have took the Paul job. He should have took the Mississippi State job. He should have did it and, and showed that he could. It would be like hiring... It would have been like hiring Richard Pitino when he was just an assistant. It was just like Joey Meyer getting hired for DePaul when taking over for his dad. It was nepotism. And because of that, we're in a very bad situation. And he and and then what happens? Kenny doesn't dig himself out of the hole. He just proves he was he was unqualified. When you go into your first season, with with L. Ellis as your only point as your only scholarship point guard with experience, and you don't think that's a problem, that was a red flag. Mm-hmm. When your whole offense is, is is predicated on dribble drive and and generating shots with players who aren't one on one players, and you're not you're not developing a system, you're making them for you're trying to force a square into a circle. That was a bad decision. When at the end of the year you have an opportunity to reflect on the on your year one, and you say, you know what, and you get the opportunity because someone says, hey, what would you have done differently? Oh, let me begin. We we'll, we can have a whole hour of what I would have done differently because that would have showed you learned the lesson. What did you say? You've got the best coaching staff in America. Say what? Now. You go into the second year and you repeat a lot of the same mistakes. So it just it just proves the original the original hypothesis that he wasn't qualified. And why does he still maintain a certain level of support from the from the certain community? Because because he's obviously not qualified. It hurts coaches who are qualified. The Rooney Rule has been really good for the NFL. It's been good for it's been good for minority coaches, but you can't just give a guy a job because he was a former alumni. Look at Denny Crum. As much God rest his soul, you know his best his best coaching a person on the street was Wade Houston, and he got fired. It was because he had Allen Houston. John Calipari's all assistants have failed. Kenny Payne did not have 
a background even from assistant coach perspective. He should have got a he should have got a job starting out somewhere. Then showed it. Then he could have proved to everybody. And when he hits these troubles, I can fall back and look. Look what I did at DePaul. Look what I did at Mississippi State. Look what I did at all these other places. But he didn't. And now we just have to judge him on his results. And these results are historically bad. So when the, you can't even change it from a math perspective. They're historically bad. Tony Bennett got what? Ten wins in the Yum Center. Kenny Payne's got nine. <laughs> Let that sink in for a second. So when it comes, oh, you can't just say, oh, shucks, we're done with it. No, there should be some reprimand. We, as, as a fan base, deserve to know what really happened. Was, was Josh Hurd forced to make this hire? When he at the before the when everyone made when it made the most sense to move on from Kenny and if it was strict and if he got over if the board of trustees said no you can't make this hire we need to know that because that shows the leadership is incompetent at the University of Louisville when it comes to athletics there's no long term vision there's a there's a mantra fail fast you fail fast in order so that you don't go down a path and lose more and burn more money and make more mistakes. Yep. We keep failing, and we keep not – I understand you guys, there's a certain level, and like the gentleman said before, I'm a fan so I can rant. And I understand that. But really, as a fan base, we need some hope. Send us some, some, bat, some light, some bat signal that says hope is coming, and then we will actually conduct a proper search. And you get the best coach, Period. Period. I don't want Mick Cronin. That's a no. <laughs> yeah. Scott Drew, Chris Beard, et cetera, et cetera. You go after the, someone who can handle both the coaching and the public persona of the University of Louisville. And not just because they're alumni. So, go Cards. I love the University of Louisville. We'll get back. It's just frustrating and and fans deserve to know what really happened. Uh, and this has been a colossal leadership failure. Appreciate the call, Mo. Thanks, my man. We got full lines here, guys. So if somebody drops off, you guys can drop in. We'll go to Paul, who's been waiting. Paul, welcome into your Coors Light Louisville basketball post game, man. What's up? Good afternoon. I don't know if I can even say anything after what Mo said. He, he pretty much said it all, but I'm going to try. Um, <clears throat> you had said earlier what kind of offense do we run and I've been saying this for a while. Our offenses dribble to the paint and throw up a prayer. That's yep. what we do 90% of the time. That is not offense. That is not offense at all. And he's not even showing the players how to adjust to when you dribble into the paint, you're now double and triple team. Where's somebody else cutting to the basket to help the guy out? That's not an offense. That is literally not. And I get so frustrated watching that over and over and over. And I've been saying this, I swear to you, since last year, I've called in on the radio show. I've said what I had to say. I've been telling people it's been the same thing, and, and it's nothing new to people who watch basketball. But when you know you just listen to people who casually watch basketball, who maybe support Kenny Payne and and don't know what they're seeing, they just see the team losing and they say, "Oh well, it's the players." I've been saying this for a long time, and I know we picked on Trey White or some other players, but it's not the players. You don't go. Let a team go 18 and one, 18 to one run, and you don't even call a timeout. 
You don't call a timeout to rally the troops to say, hey, look, this is what's happening. Let's make an adjustment. Nothing happened. In that first half, when we were going down by 30-some-odd points, his head should have been. I think we lost Paul. So, Paul, if you if you want, go ahead and, and call back in, my man. We'll try to get you back in here. Uh, but for now, let's go back to the lines. My man from Twitter, Corito, welcome in to your Coors Light Louisville basketball postgame. Thanks for holding, buddy. What's up? Yes, sir. Nah, nah. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> KT, goodbye. <laughs> there we go. That's all I got to say, man, man. Listen, man. Um, I don't know what else to say. Like, this is, you know, it's been bad, you know. You know, they got the meme of the dog sitting, you know, in a room where everything was on fire. Yep. Like, everything is just fine. This is exactly what happened today. Like, like, okay, we know we don't beat Tony Bennett, all right? You know, Rick didn't have any, you know, Rick had problems with him. Mac had problems with him. Of course, KP is going to have problems with him because he doesn't have any fucking opportunity. He doesn't have any freaking coaching experience, right? So, we go, we have 13 points in the first half. It's going, you know, down the drain. I, I listen, I love KP as a person, but it's time. I, I looked at the conference, you know, the, the interview we just heard. The man has aged like Benjamin Button. Basketball is stressing that man out. It's stressing me out. It's stressing him out. It's stressing you out. The radio stations, we don't talk about nothing but negativity. Why y'all talk about negativity? Because we're losing. If we were winning, we'd have a lot more to talk about. I don't understand why people are so mad. This is what you have to deal with. If they put a poo-poo platter on the plate, you have to talk about the crap that's on the plate. You can't talk about filet mignon, right? It's only fair. So, I mean, I'm frustrated. I mean, I know we have to hold out, you know, until it's done, but... My Lord, I don't know if I'm going to make it, Taylor. I don't know. <laughs> I, I pray I make it. I hope you make it. I hope we make it. But, you know, basically, like my homie Jay Spot said, we're just rearranging furniture on the Titanic as it's sinking. That's all we're doing. You know? That's all we're doing is rearranging the furniture as the ship goes down. So, you know, um, I'm glad that y'all, you know, have this outlet for us to vent. And we need it. I thank you guys for it. Uh, I'm glad you guys are here to listen to us complaining because you guys feel the same. We're all fans. All we want is to win. Yep. And, and um, KP has made one deposit. He hasn't entered a, a, a wooden nickel, a penny, uh, even a piece of EVT in it. So it's over. The bank is closed. It's done. I'm done. I'm KP Mafia Excommunicado. I'm not going back. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the future. All right, Taylor. Thank you. Appreciate it, my man. I, listen, if there's one thing that we can all agree on, this is a program with a storied history, a rich history of three national championships, numerous Final Fours, Elite Eights, Sweet Sixteens. When you talk about the upper echelon, the top tier of college basketball you're talking about the kansas kentucky's uh, indiana if you want to still throw them in there ucla if you want to still throw them in there louisville duke 
Carolina. Like these are the names when you think of blue bloods of college basketball. And Louisville will be back. We will get back. I don't know if it's going to be next season. It's certainly not going to be this one. But I can promise you guys that Louisville will be back. It will happen. It will happen soon. And all of these dark days and all of these post-game shows that we're doing with the team losing and and you know having to listen to Kenny Payne make mistakes or make excuses and blame the players and not take the blame himself and, and, and all of that, it will be behind us at some point. And we've got a few more games left, you know, four-ish weeks left until we're on the other side of this. And we just kind of got to hang in there. And it sucks, and I hate it because, yeah, I'm, you know, my job is to come on here and, and, and talk to you guys about it. But I'm a fan. I have a degree hanging on my wall at home from the university. I'm proud of where I went to school. I'm proud of this basketball program. So it's hard for me, too. It's difficult for me, too, to sit here and, and watch it. So we just got to... We're going to get through it. We're going to get to the other side of it. And until we get to that point, we're going to be here for you guys to to vent and to to talk about it. Let's go back to the phone lines. Harold, where have you been, man? We've been waiting on you. Well, welcome in, man. What's up? I'm here. I'm here, man. <laughs> uh, uh, 11 points. That's, that's special. Yeah. That's special. 11 points and a half. I mean... When when I when I think about the job that's been done, when I think about the excuses that have been made, um, you know, it's only fitting that this is what it looks like, um, especially when the writing's been on the wall since we only won uh, four four games last season. Um, when we come into the into the preseason and things look the same, so as someone who's been over this since the end of last season, I'm so happy to welcome. All of you new folks that are joining, I'm so happy to welcome those in the administration who have held out. I'm so happy to welcome all who have buried their head in the sand like an ostrich. Welcome. Welcome to the reality that while our head coach could be a good person, as a caller said a long time ago, you know, we don't, we don't live with Kenny, so, so we don't know. I think they said it on the drive. You know, so I'm going to assume. He's a good person, but when you don't accept responsibility, I can't trust you. When you don't accept responsibility, I cannot trust you. When you come out and blame the players, I cannot trust you. When you sit on the sideline and don't have a vision, when your players look at you like they're confused, I cannot trust you. And so um, the fact that we're at a place where Josh Hurd looks like he's dying by the minute and you come out and put this effort out after he stood up there looking like that, I, I, I can't trust you. You don't love Josh. You don't love Josh putting out that effort and got that man looking like that. Josh may love you because he hasn't put you out your misery yet. He may love you a little too much. But, um, you know, I can't, I can't trust you. So we're going we gonna to see what happens. We're going to enjoy it and look for good stuff like Tyler. I enjoyed some, some of Tyler's play today. That was great. That was great, and that was fun. But that's not enough, right? But that's what I'm going to hold on to because I know this is going to come to an end. 
And we have that administrative, our administration changed over. So during that time, we transitioned from MAP to KP. There wasn't really administration in place, unless you just want to say the EULA board, right? I think that's probably the only thing that's sort of been in place the entire time. But when we think about the president, when we think about the AD, like the university structure hasn't had a chance to show us whether they are in tune with what's going on or not, because they're just here with KP as well. So I'm going to reserve judgment on Josh. I'm going to reserve judgment on, on the university president until we see them um, go through this again. So with that, go cards, stop embarrassing us. <laughs> and um, also the last thing you said, uh, you were talking about that IU and um, UCLA, if you want to consider them that. We're at risk of being, if you want to consider them a blue blood. People already, um, you know, didn't want to consider us one you know, for 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 a little bit. Right. So we're at risk of if you want to consider them one too. So keep that in mind, right? Like nothing is promised to us. Nothing is guaranteed. So I will I will see you all later. Y'all take care. Let's go cards. Appreciate the call, Harold. All right, Brian, let's do this. We're up against the top of the hour. Let's take a break. When we come back, Willie, hang on the line. We'll get to you. Um, we'll keep taking your phone calls if you guys want to keep calling in. Um, we'll, we got some more stuff we got to get to. We'll get to more of your texts. So keep it locked right here. We'll take a break. We'll come back. More calls. You're listening to the Coors Light Level Basketball Post Game Show right here on 93.9 The Ville. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, you're in the red zone for every college rivalry and divisional matchup all season long. Our friends over there uh, at FanDuel, you know, whether, you, whether you've got a bad beat or a great win, you can bet on whatever you want over there, America's number one sports book. So this Sunday's conference championship games, you can bet them with $150 in bonus bets when you place your first $5 bet. So deposit 10, place a $5 wager, and you're going to get $150 in bonus bets. So just visit FanDuel.com slash Drew D. FanDuel.com slash Drew D. They've got all these, and when you get to the NFL, they've had no sweat bet every round of the playoffs. you got to check in every morning on that or afternoon and see what else they've got for you in there because there's always profit boosts, no sweat bets. You know, I lost one yesterday, 10 bucks, and now I've got another 10 bucks in bonus bets that I can use for, for any sport bet I want to make. So... Whether it's NCAA basketball, whether it's NFL playoffs, uh, they've got it for you over there at FanDuel. So you do have to be 21 or older to, to take advantage of this. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is nominal bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Bob Valvano for the Bath Authority. If your bath or shower is old, outdated, or simply needs replacement, call my friends at the Bath Authority. Their modern, durable tubs and showers are designed with an exclusive high-tech polymer liner. They're easy to clean, and they last for decades. Every unit is custom-built, and all Bath Authority products are 100% made in the USA. Call today and get $1,000 off a new shower or bath, plus 36 months of interest-free financing. Elevate your bathroom to a new level of luxury, style, and safety. TheBathAuthority.com. A better bath awaits. Men, it's the new year, and for many of us, it's a time of deciding to make positive changes in our lives. This is Jeff for Tri-State Men's Health, and if you're suffering with erectile dysfunction and are tired of the frustration and embarrassment ED causes, you should call Tri-State Men's Health today. Because there probably isn't a better resolution you can make than to be done with ED. You see, ED doesn't just affect you, it can also affect your partner, even if they don't talk about it. But here's some great news. If you're like most guys, the treatments at Tri-State Men's Health will give you back your sex life. 
because our protocols have success rates that work in well over 90% of cases. Seriously, you might even find you're performing like you haven't in years. So, make an appointment and get ED out of your life. Your initial visit is only $99 and includes blood work, a medical consult, and if medically advised, a test dose. And if that test dose doesn't work in the office, your visit is free. Call 800-900-9654 or go to tristatemenshealth.com. We have four offices, Cincinnati, Louisville, Dayton, and now Columbus. Does your business need an upgrade in cybersecurity? Odds are, if you're a small business, you do, because that's where criminals prey. They know small businesses don't have the resources to prevent attacks. That's where our friends at Louisville Geek came in to help us. Not only did they upgrade our outdated computers, they made us safer from attacks. Louisville Geek has been around for nearly two decades. They offer 24-7 support, and their online pricing calculator gives you transparent pricing. Use who we use at ESPN Louisville. Louisville Geek. LouisvilleGeek.com. An official broadcast partner of the University of Louisville, WLCL Sellersburg is 93.9 The Ville. Welcome back into your Coors Light Louisville basketball postgame show right here on 93.9 The Ville. Taylor Lynch hanging out with you guys for a little while longer. If you want to join in, 8150-939 is the number. 3831-939 is the UPS Jobs text line. You can hit us up that way. The cards dropping this one today to Virginia. 69-52 the final in this one. Let's go back to the phone lines. Willie has been holding through the break. Willie, welcome in, my man. What's up? What's going on, man? <laughs> I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> yeah, same here, man. Uh, my biggest thing is that uh, I just I feel like coach don't doesn't even make any type of adjustments on offense or defense. I mean, we come out on offense, we run the dribble drive until we think it works, and it never works, and we just throw up a prayer. It really sucks because we do have you know good players on this team, good offensive players on this team. The defense has been bad for two straight years, so I mean, you can say what you will on that. My biggest point for this call is that, you know, I'm on the side of, you know, let's get rid of K-Payne. You know, his experiment didn't work. It sucks. You know, we tried. The thing is, with coaches in the future, the days of rebuilding a program for two to four to five years is long gone with NIL and transfer portals. Absolutely. Whether we as fans or any people out there like it or not, it doesn't matter what we think. That's the reality of the situation for not just basketball, football. It's almost college athletics. And that's what people need to realize and understand that we cannot rebuild a program anymore. I mean, we can point out coaches like Jerome Tang, for instance, who did at K-State his first year. There's plenty of other coaches. I mean, look at Jeff Brom, what he's doing with embracing NIL and transfer portal. Yep. Yeah, we lost to Kentucky. We lost the bowl game. Whatever, ACC championship. We won 10 games. We overachieved big time. But he's embracing NIL and transfer portal. And, you know, our expectations now for football, huge because of that. And the, the next coach has to embrace that for us to get back to where we need to be as a program. So that's all I got. It's always go cards. I will always watch every game and support this team and this program. So have a great weekend. Appreciate the call, Willie. Thanks for help. Thanks for holding, man. Uh, let's go to the text line here. Texter says the most frustrating thing is Kenny doesn't take any responsibility. It's never, I need to do better. It's the players don't know how to win. Dude, if the players don't know how to how to play, that's on the coaches. 100% correct. Texter says, uh, Kenny finished his presser with, it is what it is. How about it is what it is because you are who you are? Come on, Kenny. 
Uh, Texter saying, Kenny playing the hand that he dealt himself. Absolutely right. Texter says, bring Jay Wright home. God, we can only wish. We can only wish. I think Jay is perfectly fine where he is. Uh, Texter says, Scotty Davenport, three to five years, build it back up and then go for a generational hire. Checks all the boxes. That's the solid play. Texter says, it's got to be Kevin Sampson. Uh, let's see. What else do we have here? Uh, let's. Texter says, uh, KP should have got both an experienced point guard and a center out of the portal before the season even started. I would completely agree with that. Absolutely. Uh, let's see. Texter says, where's Kathy from Kansas? We have. We need to hear from her. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, this is not a laughing matter when you get dusted on your home court by 30 points. Absolutely. Uh, I'm not sure how much of the roster I really want to keep. They can figure out things on their own, like closing out threes on shooters around the paint. These guys may play on offense, but all of them fail on defense and hustle. I'm good with almost a full turnover. And I think you're probably going to see a lot of that with whoever the next head coach is. I think you're going to see him come in and pretty much turn this roster over. I do think that there are some some pieces, and I, and I talked about that in the last hour. I think there's some pieces that you probably want to keep. But by and large whoever comes in is going to flip this roster um look at what jerome tang did at kansas state flip that roster uh had them in the sweet 16 last season it's possible it's possible and that's why you don't get the leash that you normally get uh, that you used to get as a as a head coach coming into a program where you had three years to build it that that doesn't happen anymore because it's not a necessity anymore with the transfer portal and nil uh, we'll get to a couple other housekeeping things here. Your landing paints points in the paint. Virginia outscoring Louisville 30 to 18 in the paint today. The cards could get absolutely nothing done in the paint in the first half. Brandon Huntley Hatfield did come alive a little bit in the second half. Eight points in 27 minutes, 10 rebounds for him to give the cards a little bit of a paint presence. But really, Virginia did a solid job of eliminating that from louisville's arsenal in this one today uh quick check your ups jobs top 25 scoreboard what we've got going on right now in college basketball <clears throat> excuse me you could tell that uh, we've been going here for a little while on your course like louisville basketball post game show uh, right now number three north carolina with a 70 65 lead over florida state 342 left to go in that one the Knowles are pushing carolina uh, number 20 texas tech up by one with 32 seconds to go over number 11 oklahoma illinois up four at the half on indiana 38 to 34 uh, number eight auburn currently tied with mississippi state 21 21 with two minutes to go in the first half of that one number 16 baylor with a three to two lead early over tcu uh number 18 utah state just getting it going against boise state that one's seven to nothing some scores that have already gone final number four houston with a 74 52 win over kansas state number 14 marquette with a 75 57 win 
over Seton Hall. Marquette now 15 and 5 and 6 and 3 in Big East play. Number 23, Iowa State pulls the upset over number 7, Kansas 79 75 in that one. And number 21, BYU with a resounding 54 72 win over Texas. The Longhorns are now 14 and 6 and 3 and 4 in the Big 12. So that is your UPS Jobs Top 25 scoreboard. Shift your future at UPS Jobs. Apply today, upsjobs.com. Let's see who we have here on the line. The real doc. The real doc. Welcome into your Coors Light Louisville basketball post game. What's up, man? Has anybody said uh, about Chris Beard today or not? Uh, we have not no. had a Chris Beard mention yet today. Okay. That's what, that's what we need. I mean, at least he's going to have our, uh, our team fighting. I know that for a fact. He's mm-hmm. going to have our team fighting. And that's what we need. We don't need somebody on sideline like Payne. Well, here's, here's, here's my problem is, okay, we got rid of uh, – we didn't keep Padgett. We didn't keep Geese. And we didn't keep Chris Mack. Why do you have to keep him? Mm-hmm. That's what I don't understand. Why do we have to keep him? Keep this misery going. It's not going to get any better. You know, last year they had one great game. It was against Clemson. Now we have one great game against Miami. Same old thing. Same old thing. It's not going to get any better. He just—he's uh, not a coach. And, and you know, look at his look at his staff. None of them have been head coaches that I can see. Has any of them been head coaches? Danny Manning's the only one. Oh well, yeah. He, <laughs> you want to call it that? <laughs> and that's, that was a joke. He hired his friend, and his friend didn't do very good where he was, you know. So, we, if people stop showing up, you think they're going to get rid of him? Now, is he in for the rest of the year? Are we in for this misery the rest of the year? Do you know? Uh, do you have any inside information? I appreciate the call, Doc. I think we're in it for the rest of the year. Honestly, I think we're in it until March. So you've got, you know, four-ish weeks left uh, of dealing with this that we're going to have to suffer through. Because if you didn't make the move in December when you had the two-week-ish break, I don't think you're going to do it now. It makes no sense. You're not going to save any money now. My gut is telling me that this is going to go on until the beginning of March after Louisville's ACC tournament game in the day of shame on Tuesday. Um. And then there's going to be a conversation probably between Kenny Payne and Josh Hurd where there's going to be some negotiating, uh, trying to lower that buyout, trying to negotiate some sort of a, of a settlement, payout, whatever. Um, and then they're going to part ways. And Louisville's going to pay Kenny Payne some money and they're going to go and get their next head coach, whoever that is. Take a look at your ACC conference standings here presented by Kelly, the Employment Solutions Experts. No surprise, North Carolina 8-0 and in conference play. Florida State at 6-2. and Florida State trying to give UNC their first conference loss right now. Uh, Duke at 5-2. and Virginia at 6-3. and Wake Forest at 5-3. and NC State at 5-3. and Miami, Syracuse, and Virginia Tech all at 4-4. Four and four. Clemson at 3-4. and four. Pitt at 3-5. and five. BC at 3-6. and six. Georgia Tech at 2-6. and six. Notre Dame at 2-7. And, and your Louisville Cardinals at 1-8. and eight in ACC play. Your ACC conference standings, again, presented by Kelly, the employment solutions experts. Visit kellyjobs.com. Well, I don't know about you guys, but I think that is going to put a bow on this one today. Appreciate all of you all texting in, calling in, hanging out with us this afternoon as the cards drop this one to UVA, 69-52, the final score. We will be back on the air on Tuesday night when the cards travel to Death Valley to take on Clemson. 
Ethan Moore will have you for your post game on that one. It'll be a late night edition as the Cards and the Tigers will tip things off at 9 o'clock on Tuesday night. So Ethan Moore will have you for that one. For Brian, I'm Taylor. Thank you guys for hanging out with us this afternoon. And hey, until next time, go Cards. of your family isn't always easy so we make sure getting care when you need it is with baptist health urgent and virtual care we bring you more options and greater convenience too with video visits available 24 7 and online check-in through my chart for in-person visits to check in online or to set up a video visit go to baptisthealth.com care anywhere To replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling.